Kono Bangumi wa Goran no sponsor no tekyo do okurishimas. This episode of Paranormal Hotline is brought to you by new delicious Kitty Soul Nourisher Kitty Food Mix, available in dry bags and wet cans, made for cats by cats. The only Kitty Food Mix with 100% organic and ethically sourced souls of the innocent. Buy it; it is what your cat demands. Paranormal Hotline <laughs> is a weekly podcast where we look at. Where we look at and discuss strange and spooky tales and strange and spooky things with tales. Other stuff too, but I have a thing going on for this episode. My name is Oshin and I'm joined by my co-host, Kaylee. Kaylee, I'm good, Oshin, I'm good. I see that you spend the majority of your your writing time on that intro for this episode. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Maybe. I I like to keep them, you know... uh, a little bit of zest, yeah. you know? Keep us on our toes every time there's an Oshin episode. It's so funny, the it's contrast so between, like, when I write an intro and I'm just like, hello, everyone, welcome. And then you start speaking in Japanese, like... Oh, well, it'll, it'll all make sense. I hope so. Has anything spooky been happening to you? Or No, I don't think so. Nothing spooky. You know, we, we always, like, we, we'd be saying... Oh, and you kind of be a bit disappointed saying no, but in reality, it's probably yeah, it's very probably good better that way. Really, I like I wouldn't wish but it. But I on. also kind of want a little bit of you know a little bit of spicy spookiness in my life too. I don't hang out in enough cemeteries mm, mm. to really say anything spooky. That, that, yeah, that's maybe a we good should point. record in a cemetery sometime. Probably, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the whole podcast in the cemetery, just interviewing ghosts, <laughs> just grieving relatives walking by. <laughs> oh God! Oh God! <laughs> no, <laughs> let's no. not do that. We're both cat owners. As far as you can own a cat, cat enjoyers more they so own maybe. Us, really, realistically, that that's that's how it goes. Um, you've Puka, who's a good friend of the show, and I have a cat called Balor, Tyrant King of the Fomorians. <laughs> They're both good cats. I don't think I've ever met your cat. No, I have. That's a lot. I have met your cat. Your cat's the cat with the mustache. Yes, my cat has a mustache, and he's yep. rather friendly. He's gorgeous. We've discussed their strange antics. Puka's more so uh, in previous episodes. And I have my own, like, pseudo-intellectual thoughts about cats and extra-dimensional projection, which I will not stand by. (laughs) This is time for a real question, though. Would you classify Puka as a strange cat? I don't think so. I think she's as normal as cats go. Hmm. But cats in general are quite strange. Yes. Well, there's, there's a specific word in Japanese, which is kaibyo, and it's like a very supernatural strangeness. Oh, um, I was going to joke that definitely Balor is. He, he's definitely a strange cat, but he's not a maybe not a supernaturally strange cat. He has a certain air. He's very chatty. He's a chatty cat. Anyway, I did part of the in, uh, did part of this episode's intro in bad Japanese, so you can tell this is a Japanese folklore episode. Uh, you know yourself. You, I, I was looking at places to go in Japan sometime, and uh, there's this one railway station. It's Kishi Station, and its station master was a cat. Oh, yes, I've actually heard about this. Yeah, yeah so a little tangent here. Uh, not a strange cat or a malevolent cat or anything. It was a good cat. There was this cat called Tama, and she lived with a gang of stray cats near Kishi Station. And they'd be fed by the passengers coming for the train and a man called uh, Toshiko Koyama, who was the station manager. Kishi Station was close to being closed because of financial issues. And in 2006, the railway co- company distaffed all the stations on that line. And they were, like, having to evict the stray cats from, like, that sheltered nearby. Aww. So Koyama pleaded with the president of the railway company to let the cats live inside the station. 
And That's so, so wh- cool, man. That is such yeah. a badass move. <laughs> so, uh, Tama, which was one cat that he, uh, Koyama actually adopted um, of, of the strays, um, the president kind of saw him as a beckoning cat. Uh, so a beckoning cat, and so he agreed. And like uh, a beckoning cat, you've probably seen, it, it's a type of kaibo bio that you've, uh, it's a type of kaibo that you've probably seen called uh, Maneki Neko. They're like the ones, you know, get the little figure and they're waving. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So like, that, that's actually like a beckoning motion. Uh, and, you know, depending on which paw it is, it's like good fortune or like, you know, people showing up. Um, yeah, it's like that, that, that thing that cats do when they're trying to get food off you. So, yeah, yeah. And like traditionally, they're like that sort of almost like calico type cat, um, which Tama was. Calicos so, are always female as well. Well, nearly always female, aren't they? Yeah. The president of the company was like, okay, yeah, cool. Um, and it just, it went really good for them. Um, I'm going to briefly run Excellent. through Tama's life and the profit vari- various awards because, yeah, <laughs> profit sword. This is like, this is such a brilliant rundown for a cat. Amazing. I want to see okay. this cat's CV. <laughs> uh, well, I'm about to give it to you. Excellent. 2007, Tama was officially awarded the title of Station Master. Instead of a salary, she gets uh, a year's worth of cat food, a Station Master's hat and a gold name tag. Tama's popularity and publicity was responsible for an increase of passengers by 17% compared to the previous month. Whoa! 17%? Yes. That's a big jump. Yeah. Now, I think overall, uh, this figure, um, it was estimated that Tama's publicity provided 1.1 billion yen to the local economy. (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) How much is that in, like, euros? Uh... That's like 7.5 million euros. (laughs) Which is, like, similar enough to dollars, so thereabouts. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> this cat is like better at his job than me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's that's like not even just to the train station. That's like to everyone in the area. <laughs> Kishi Station. There's actually a whole thing like the study in Japan uh, and it like called Neko Nekoomics and it's about like <laughs> cat related branding. It's like the <laughs> like positive economics. Im- yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like the positive economic impact of having a cat mascot. Wow. <laughs> Because wasn't there a library somewhere that had a cat that was hired? I'm not surprised. It, it, it was not in Japan. It was in, I think it was in America somewhere. Maybe it wasn't. But there was a cat that had a job as a librarian and then he got fired and it caused like people oh, to I, basically I, riot and then they rehired the cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like they used to give um, cats passports for our ships, like if there were a ship's cat. Yes, I've seen that. That's so cool. The little picture of the like really mm. scruffy cat in his passport <laughs> is so funny. Yeah, so that was like okay. So start of twenty, uh, t- start of two thousand and seven, cats cat get, become station master. The end in December two thousand and seven, Tama won the top station runner award for that railway. Her end of year bonus was modified to be a cat toy and a celebratory slice of crab, which the president <laughs> of the railway company fed her. <laughs> <laughs> On a so, gold throne. Oh my uh, yeah, God. so the cat keeps on getting like throwing these big celebrations. It's fantastic. That's amazing. In 2008, Tama is promoted to Super Station Master. <laughs> He's going to be head of the company soon. Well, bear with me. This, oh no. <laughs> like, this, this means that she's the only female with a managerial role in the company. <laughs> That's kind of bad. <laughs> it is. That's a critique I'm making. Okay, good. I'm just excited because I'm talking about a cat. That's actually yeah. awful. Um, the promotion includes an office. October of that year, Tama is knighted. What? An award? Yes, and awarded the title of uh, Wakayama the Knight 
by the governor of the prefecture, and that's like a play on words. I think it's like, you know, uh, everything can be done in Wakayama or something. Um, but yeah, the cat's knighted. 2019, uh, the railway company introduced the Tamadensha, or the Tama train that runs on that train line, uh, and it's like covered in cartoons of this cat. 2010, Tama is promoted again to operating officer. Um, Tama also keeps up her station master's job while taking over a new job and is the first cat to become an executive of a railroad corporation. Holy crap, that's insane. <laughs> yeah, what? She, yes, she now has her own staff, her sister Chibi and her mother Miko. Oh, that's kind of cute. Um, in August, in recognition of her three years on the job, the station is rebuilt to look like a cat's face. <laughs> They're really like, yeah. They're really going for it. I'm just yeah. thinking of like you know the cat bus from uh, from oh Studio my neighbor Totoro. The, yeah, my neighbor Totoro. That one. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the cat too was, dissimilar. The cat was uh, upgraded to, but like actually being a train. <laughs> yeah. Um. In 2011, Tama is promoted to managing executive officer. She is now third in line after the company president and managing director. What the hell? And this train station was like going to close down. Yes. Oh my god. The guy, I hope the guy who like asked for the cat to have that position in the first place got a raise as well because yeah, I, I'm not, <laughs> realistically I'm not sure. it's all his idea. I was looking it up and it came like it actually put that he was the informal station manager. Oh so god. I'm not sure if he's just like someone that like hung around the place. Oh, that's funny. Like so I'm not 100% sure just, like, on that detail there. there. That's funny. I hope he got something for it anyway. So do I. Um, so in 2013, in recognition of her work as a station master for six years, at a ceremony, Tama is made honorary president of Wakayama Electric Rail for life. So the cat is the president of the company. The honorary president, yes. For life. <laughs> uh, that's brilliant. So, yes. Now, to wrap things up, sadly... Uh, no! Cause I was, cause I was, End the like, story I'm there, Sheen. I don't need to know anymore. I'm sorry. So, 2015, sadly, Tama passes away. Aww. But this, this like, branches again. They have a Shinto-style Shinto ceremony at the station, and she was given the title of Honorary Eternal Station Master. Excellent. Well, actually, kind of terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh, it, she was enshrined at a local Shinto temple as spirit goddess Tama Daimyojin oh, That's kind of cool though really Yeah but kind of like how it, As far as I know The way the whole Shinto thing goes If you do something like that Like the you know the god The cat ascends So the cat's kind of like A saint it's a spirit basically goddess. Yeah okay. yeah <laughs> Station master wise Tama was succeeded By Nitama Who was her apprentice Oh and nice. the name name literally means second Tama. <laughs> yeah, itch knee. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm aware now. That's a lot of information about a cat. Um, I'll defend it. It's cool. Uh, it's a literal ascension to godhood. Uh, and also, it's an example of uh, mana, uh, mana ki, uh, an example of Manaki Neko in the flesh. And it really did work. So yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's obviously not paranormal, but it is definitely not normal. Yeah, I was going to say, that is far from normal. <laughs> it's fantastic, actually. So as far as Kaipyo go, uh, Neko, they're friendly, they're helpful, you know, they're normally ceramic. But what about the, the, what about the Kyobyo that are not? 
not always friendly and helpful. Bakaneko means changed cat. Not to be fused with Bakaneko, which means idiot cat. I'm sure <laughs> you know some idiot cats already. You could argue all cats are idiot cats at some stage. Yes, yes. Um, so the internet will show us with funny videos. Bakaneko are a yokai, are a supernatural being that appear in some legends from some regions of Japan. It's sort of a wide term with various abilities. Um, the list from Wikipedia had sh- they could uh, shapeshift into humans. Uh, they had the ability to wear a towel or napkin on their head and dance. Um, they could speak human words. They could curse humans. They could manipulate dead people. They could possess humans. And they could also lurk in the mountains and take wolves with them to attack travelers. <laughs> I feel like this is just normal cat behavior, though. Really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, manipulating dead people, definitely. Like, you know, Weekend yeah. at Bernie's style. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, there's people who, like, when they, when they, you know, when they're doing their will or whatever, when they pass, their will leaves everything to their cats. Yeah, yeah. So that's that counts as manipulating dead people in my books. I suppose, yeah, yeah. One island has a story about a cat that shapeshifted into a human and wanted then to, like, engage people in sumo wrestling. Wow. <laughs> That's ballsy. <laughs> what would you do? Like, what would you do if, you're, if you just saw a cat shapeshift into a person and then it walks up to you and is like, do you want to sumo wrestle me? <laughs> he just grabs you. Just... <laughs> oh, it doesn't even ask you if you want to sumo yeah. wrestle. It just, just wrestles you. <laughs> just engage in sumo. <laughs> The cat just steps out and, like, the ring just appears on the ground. I have a new fear, unwarranted sumo wrestling. <laughs> cat or no cat, just... <laughs> well, thanks, now I'm never going to Japan. <laughs> and suddenly sumo. If you're enjoying the podcast, you can help it out. We have a Patreon, and that's a way to directly support the podcast. A little money will go a long way to help us put out an episode every week, and you can get access to our Discord, where we're always chatting and posting stuff about and in-between episodes. That's over at www.patreon.com forward slash paranormal hotline. If you're on social media, you should consider us following us there. On Instagram, we're paranormalhl. On Twitter, we're... Oh no, that's backwards. On Instagram, we are paranormal hotline. And on Twitter, we are paranormalhl. Finally, you can help us out for free by rating the podcast wherever you listen to it. And don't forget to subscribe to it if you want to get it as soon as it comes out each week. So, how does a cat become a Bakaneko? Folk beliefs change from place to place, as they do, but it's mostly having to do with the cat getting old. In some places, it was like, if a cat raised in this area turns 12, it turns into a Bakaneko. In other places, it was 13 years. In Yamagata, in Hiroshima, it was said that a cat raised for 7 years or more would kill the person who raised it. Oh my god! (laughs) So you just kind of have to hope your cat dies yeah, before it hits seven years old kind of and you know in many places because of the superstitions people like pre-decide how long they wanted to keep a cat for like would they would they release the cat or would they uh, kill the cat I would imagine it was a mixture of both poor cats man we cover cats so much in this podcast and every time it's about people killing them I know um, I, I was insert the trigger warning here like a few cats do die in these stories no um, I, I have no option but to listen to this <laughs> I know I'm sorry <laughs> but it, it, kind of uh, on a flip of that in different regions there's tales that tell of cats that are being killed by humans and then returning as back an echo to curse them alright good 
Not all the Bakken Echo stories feature only elderly cats, but also they have cases of like revenge of cats against humans who have been cruel to them. Good. As it should be. As it should be. In Japan's Edo period, which was 1603 to 1867, there is a belief among the people that cats with long tails like snakes had the ability to bewitch humans. This led them to being uh, this led to them being disliked and people began cutting their tails. Oh no. As a result, a lot of cats in Japan now have short tails. There's like the Japanese bobcat. Oh, and is it like has, bred to have a short tail? Uh, it's people or think that it's like it, the change up. happened due to natural selection because people preferred cats with short tails. That's interesting. So, hmm. Not because they were getting chopped off, but that people just favoured them. Yeah, I mean, there was a similar thing here with dogs in Ireland that they would dock the tails off them uh, because yeah. I always heard when I was younger that if a dog had a long tail, it would chase it and go mad. And it would <laughs> drive the dog insane, so they used to dock them. Yeah, honestly, you ever heard that? Yeah, but I mean, like, no, I didn't hear that. Um, <laughs> no, I heard you say it. Yeah. Uh, no, no, I never heard I never heard that bit of it. Yeah, <laughs> like, go mad. It, I know people dock them. We got, like, our dog um, off of a farmer, and they docked the tail before we got the dog. Mm. And he docked it for that reason, so the dog wouldn't go insane. <laughs> That's such a bizarre... And that was only, like, like... We got that dog in, like, the 2000s, you know? Yeah. It's not so. like it... Re- it doesn't, like, remove the genetic code for the puppies to have tails. No, but it stops them chasing it so they don't go insane running in a circle, <laughs> apparently. My it's, dog it's is permanently dumb. dizzy. It's dumb. It doesn't make any sense. I no, don't understand don't, why they dock it's a, tails. It's a cruelty. I wouldn't be going around cutting the tails off dogs. No, they sh- no one should either. It's the same with the ears. Some people cut yeah. the ears on dogs and it's I don't so it. stupid. Yeah, no, if you're, if you're doing that, that's just cruel. But like, in, it was for the tail was for superstitious reasons. Mm. Which yeah. is weird. No, I knew it was done. I didn't know that thinking the dog would go insane. Yeah. <laughs> and I used to believe that when I was a kid. Like, that's why I thought it was... Because t- when we got him, like, he just had, like, a scab where his tail was. Oh <laughs> and I was told it was so he wouldn't go insane. And was the dog down to earth? He was pretty chill. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He never went mad. <laughs> so a popular back and echo story revolves around a man named Takasu Gembai. After his pet cat went missing for several years... Takasu noticed that his mother's behaviour had drastically changed. She became reclusive and avoided social interactions, choosing to eat her meals alone in her room. One day, when the family peeked into her room, they were horrified to see what appeared to be a cat-like monster wearing his mother's clothes, feeding on animal carcasses. What? What? (laughs) What? It is a folklore story, so this is not like a a news report, bear in mind. Damn. It is a legend. A lot of this lives in legend. Still doubtful of the situation, Takasu killed the what looked like his mother. So the creature, did his mom die and then the creature took his mom's form or did the Ah. creature kill his mom? All will be revealed. The next day, to his shock, the body transformed back into his long lost pet cat. Upon searching his mother's room, Takasu discovered her skeleton hidden under the floorboards with all the flesh gnawed away. Oh my god, no. <laughs> what? I literally have a book behind me that's called uh, Will My Cat Eat My Eyeballs? Uh, <laughs> really good book if anybody's interested, but it's all about like if, you know, like, weird things that happen after you die and one of the things is will my cat eat me? And yes, they absolutely they will, will yeah. just eat you. So this is, I I I believe this. <laughs> it's like as soon as it happens, like the cats are like looks like meat's back on the menu, boys. <laughs> Like, I don't believe the cat killed the woman. I just believe no. the cat was an opportunist and <laughs> well, saw they, they, an opportunity. And, and then shape-shifted into her. 
Yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah clearly, yeah. <laughs> um, this isn't much worse than the cat being a station master. Like, <laughs> oh my god, one of these things like has happened in recent time. The other is like a legend, folklore. <laughs> folklore. I mean, that cat could have gotten a job at a train station as this woman. <laughs> no one would have known. And then ascended to godhood. <laughs> <laughs> fuck is this episode man <laughs> I'm sorry Ocean is given creative license chaos ensues um, <laughs> one thing that was said was like cats do a load of relatively strange things or kind of uh, amazing things for a creature to do and that kind of led to them maybe be- being thought of as, as yokai and I'm not really blaming them when we think about cats they have static electri- electricity so like their spur can fark uh, spur can fark their fur, their fur can spark if you can pet them and they're dry. Um, like a Pikachu. Yeah, um, they can walk without making sound. My cat makes a lot of sound when she walks. Yeah, but they can, is what I'm saying. Like a cat stalking, like is completely silent. Oh yeah, true. My cat sounds like she's wearing like workman boots. <laughs> <laughs> she literally stomps when she's walking around the place, and she's not big, so I don't know how she does it. Other stuff is like how wild, like their wild, like animalistic nature that they still keep despite being gentle. Like they show that they're gentle and then they get you. Yeah, that's true. Um, that they, they lick blood sometimes. Cats are also like, there. they're devastating for, for wildlife. Like yeah. they've caused the extinction of so many animals because they're just so good at hunting. Their speed, their agility, nocturnal habits, sharp claws and teeth. It's like they're all just bundled up. Also, this like cat's eyes, they change shape during the time of the day. Yeah, that's that's weird. I don't like that. Have you Have you ever played Neo? Neo, no. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's like it's kind of like this whole like ninja lore bit is like you know they would use like cats to tell the, the time of the day based on the, the size of their their eyes. I'm gonna send you this this clip. I, I meant to send it to you while I was I came across it when I was doing my research, but it's just so funny. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm no, doing that in future now. I'm I'm bringing yeah. my cat around with me. Like okay, so for for. for <laughs> so anybody listening understands listener. what Oshin just sent me is a video of a ninja asking what time it is, then pulling a cat out of his jacket, looking at the cat's eyes, and then putting the cat back in his jacket, like a, like a pocket watch. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's the presentation of it is funny, but like, there is like a historical ish basis for it. Like I've seen like written accounts where like, oh, to tell the time that you know, like there's there's like uh, a poem in Japanese or like you know a saying that like likens the shape of the eye to like the time of the day. <laughs> I think that just has to do with it's how bright it is, well. right? Yeah, yeah. But it's like if if you can't see the sun, like if it's if it's overcast. Yeah, like fair. He, he's in a cave in the video. Um, <laughs> like this is a video game, by the way. You know, it's not an actual ninja. <laughs> it's a real ninja. But it, there is like there is a at least uh, I'm not gonna say a historical, but at least there's a folklore element to it. That's so funny. Um, one folk belief about the Bacaneco is they lick lamp oil, and it was said that uh, to see a cat lip- licking lamp oil was an omen of an impending strange event. Really? Um, because yeah. the other day I was painting, I was oil painting, <gasps> and I didn't have anything to mix my paint with, so I had to use sunflower oil. And I was painting my cat, and then she came over and started licking the oil and oh, eating it. <laughs> an impending strange event. Yeah, it's like, but also she was eating paint, which probably okay, that, isn't good yeah. for cats. That probably was a strange event. 
it was a bit strange. I, yeah. A lot of cheap lamp oil in the Edo period was fish oil. Oh, well, that makes sense. So, so I that, think cats that are just, could have like, led to it. Yeah, cats are just opportunists, though. Like, yeah. my cat would eat sunflower oil, apparently. I, <laughs> I didn't know that. Well, I'd get it if it was olive oil. Like, that's delicious. Yeah, but, like, it was mixed with paint. It kind of <laughs> smelled very good. No. What's going to happen? I, what's, something bad's going to happen now. Oh, your cat's going to make some crayons. Uh. Uh, um, anyway, <laughs> there's another type of kyobio, and they're often mixed up with bakaneko. Uh, it's nekomata, uh, and it's actually split into two different ta- cat-type yokai. Either they're like mountain beasts, and they're described as like the eyes of a cat and large body like a dog in some cases. An essay from around 1331 says, In the mountain recesses there are those called nekomata, and people say that they eat humans. Oh. Um, since people, I, I, they've, since people are said to suffer an illness called nekomata disease in some of these things, some people have interpreted the nekomata in this case um, to be a beast that has caught rabies. Ah, that makes sense. In another story in a collection, a description of a nekomata that held a dog in its mouth was described as having a span of about two point eight meters. Excuse me. Yes. The cat. I had a cat- span of. Yeah. What? And it was holding a dog in its mouth. Yes. That's a that's a tiger or something. <laughs> yeah. So th- that th- that's kind of like it could be a mountain cat. So the other type of nekomata are like uh, bakaneko in that they are like domestic cats that get old and then undergo a transformation. However, the difference is that a nekomata's tail splits into two. Ah. Um, and that's more powerful. And that's kind of also like, you know, how you have like your many-tailed foxes and all that sort of thing. It's kind of all tied into the same thing. That's funny because we have a saying in Ireland that's um, as, as happy as a cat with two tails. Ah. So... Now I'm worried. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're in Ireland. Ca- these are definitely much meaner spirits. Yes. <laughs> um, there's a story uh, written anonymously in 1708 about a wealthy samurai who lived in a haunted house, uh, or his house was haunted. The inhabitants of the house witnessed several strange occurrences and uh, poltergeist-like type activities. They tried to put an end to them by calling upon many shamans, priests, and evokers. None of them were able to identify the source of what was terrorizing them. Uh, one day, one of the samurai's most loyal servants saw the master's old cat carrying a shikigami, uh, which is kind of like a curse, and it might be in the form of a bird. But anyway, uh, it had the samurai's name on it. Uh, it was carrying it in his mouth. Uh, so the servant, yeah. So the servant shot the cat with a sacred arrow. And as it lay dead, everyone saw that it had two tails, meaning that it had transformed into a nekomata. And the cat's death brought the end to the poltergeist activities. Oh. Huh. And he never noticed the two tails before? No. No, it could be that. <laughs> because cause they're shapeshifters, so I don't know if it's... Oh, right, uh, right. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure. Uh, there's definitely a translation thing there, and, you know, I'm getting it secondhand. I think I'd shit myself if my cat came in with a dead bird that had my name on it <laughs> could also try and kill the cat <laughs> yeah I don't know if I don't know if it's a bird it's just it's a shikigami which is like a curse and sometimes it takes the, the form of a bird so yeah yeah it would make sense if it was a bird though if it was you know it would because it's a cat <laughs> yeah in Japan cats have a strong association with death and the nekomaka uh, nekomata spirit is often blamed for this this malevolent spirit is far more sinister than most bakaneko and is believed to possess the power of necromancy 
According to legend, the Nekomata raises the dead and controls them. Wait, to wait, wait, wait! Sorry, yeah, you have to stop there. It's a Neko Nekomancer. Yes, <laughs> you got me. <laughs> what? We need to. Oh man, that's. <laughs> I need to draw that a Nekomancer. That's so good. Sorry, continue. <laughs> Sorry, I need to derail you there. No, no, yeah, I actually hadn't thought of. That. So they, they'd raise the dead and control them through ritualistic dances and gestures made with its paws and tail. I suppose tails, if it has two. These yokai are often linked to unusual fires and other inexplicable phenomena. I've heard descriptions of them, like, with fireballs. Wow. They can do all that. They can control fireballs. I want to one of these. Yeah. Um, the Nekomata is said to be more powerful if the cat it transformed from was older and had experienced abuse. Oh. Um, so it's kind of like a revenge thing. Um... In some cases, the spirit might seek revenge against those who had wronged it by haunting them with visits from their deceased loved ones. Wow. Um, That's horrifying. Similar to the Bacaneco, can take on human form um, and they sometimes appear as uh, older women and they behave badly in public and bring misfortune wherever they go. That kind of sounds just like, you know, just an old character. Yeah, it does. <laughs> like when you get to that certain age and yeah. you can just get away with stuff. I have that, you know the cookie jar that I have? That's a calico cat. It's just yeah. looking at me and I'm, I'm actually kind of scared. <laughs> Is that, that's the one that um, I freaked out. You scared my cat with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, yeah, she like doesn't look at that the same way and, since you did that. Yeah. I just like, I, I held it around a corner at like cat head height and stared with the, the cat head at Puka and Puka thought it was a real cat, I think. If like if my cat comes back to haunt somebody, it's it's gonna be you. It's gonna be me. Um, <laughs> I mean, we get along fifty percent of the time. Yeah, you get along great fifty percent of the time. <laughs> Terrible the other fifty percent. But that's cats. It, it, it evens out. Yeah. Again, some people used to cut off kittens' tails because they believe like if the cat t- if the tail couldn't fork, the cat couldn't transform into a nekomata. Japan really loves their whole transforming animals and stuff, though, don't they? There's a few yes, animals yeah. that transform into humans or other things. That's yeah, yeah. More they have a serious like, distrust of small animals. <laughs> like, don't trust that yeah. fox. Yeah, don't trust that tanuki. <laughs> don't trust that cat. <laughs> just double check everything. Yeah, there are there is, the cats are just paranormal though, right? Like, there's something about cats. I know you've oh, yeah. said it before, but in yeah. so many cultures, cats are considered paranormal. Like, not paranormal, but like spiritual. You know? Yeah, they're wise. And that was the whole thing, like, the longer your cat's tail is, the wiser it is. Yeah, like, that cat ran a train station and became the president of the company. Yeah, <laughs> he, was the, he went from homeless to president of a train company. I'll go visit them at some point. Yeah. I, I'm going to go to that shrine, I'm going to bless I'm up. I'm going to leave some tuna. Yeah. That's all we have time for this week. Uh, a special shout out to our new patron, Jane. So, hello. Hello, Jane. I hope you're not a cat. But if you are, thank you for <laughs> subscribing to the Patreon. <laughs> meow, meow, meow. Meow, meow, meow. If you like the podcast, suggest us to your friends and family and we'd appreciate that. If you have any personal ghost stories you'd like us to read out on the podcast, send them in to us at paranormalhotlinepodcast at gmail.com. Or if you have any stories that you'd like us to cover, send us an email or shoot us a message about them on any of our social media and we'll get back to you on it. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye-bye.